Keep doing it every that time looks... to the Adam Asks Chuck podcast. I'm Adam McShane. What are we doing? Accents. Uh, trying try a little bit of everything. Hola, amigo. Classic. Uh, putting Como the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a gag you like to do, as a kid? Uh, and that was from a movie, right? Was that the same one as Turtle Turtle? Oh, that could have been. Possibly. Seems like a Jim Carrey gag, mm. but it's fun nonetheless. And uh, yeah, welcome. To the Adam Ask Chuck podcast, everybody. I'm uh, Chuck. I'm Adam, and uh, I have questions. And uh, lately, we've been uh, hold on. Let me never take a finger full of beer foam. Adam just uh, scooped up a big finger full of <laughs> beer foam right there. I've never seen anybody do that before. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, full of surprises. Looks like the way a three-year-old eats a root beer float. If I'm being candid, is anyone really more? Equipped though to determine the proper way to eat a root beer float than someone that enjoys it as much as a three year old. It's a fair point, but I feel like they end up with a bunch on their uh, face, and that's not. Doing yeah, but you either. can't have a bunch of adults setting the bar for like how to eat, you know, a, a big circle lollipop. It's like it's not for you. That's a good point. Yeah, there's no practical way to eat something so impractical. Yeah, oh, those yeah. are those are nuts. Did you ever get any of those? The big old lollipop. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, every sucker, every sucky candy, uh, very boring to me. People are like, oh, I got the world's biggest jawbreaker. This is insane. I'm like, I have no interest in this. Uh, and then you got to put them in a bag and they're all gross. This is an unpopular opinion. Gum is good for about one minute. And all then, gum? All gum. I chew gum. People offer me gum. I almost always turn it down because I don't want to be chewing gum after the first minute. I'm very oh. bored with... Bored or... Because, like, they make them now... Oh, they're so good at gum now. They make the flavor last for quite a while, especially the the adult flavors. I think the sugary ones... The adult ones, flavors? What is that? Well, like mint and cinnamon. Oh, I thought you meant bubble like... bubble gum, like children's... I thought you were like back sweat and... What? Pine. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. A musk... A musky <laughs> oak. No, they're so good. Like, the flavor lasts long now. And, uh... So it must be a, a chewing thing, a mandible issue that you're facing. Yeah, I find the process of chewing... It's like some people, okay. they just like chewing gum. They're like, this is a fun, I don't know, oral yeah. activity. Oh, I, I, I do that. And I'm I, thinking about being this guy that drinks everything out of a straw. Would that annoy you? Would you be embarrassed to be seen with that guy? Like a beer. Would you be drinking this beer out of the straw? No, that's fair. But I think during the day... I drink so much uh, iced coffee, largely because of the straw. I'll pour iced coffee in a glass, and I find myself not even touching it. I think there's something to the old uh, oral fixation thing. Maybe. Which means, as a kid, Freud would say that I didn't, you didn't... blow my dad enough. I'm not sure what <laughs> the oral fixation was, but... See episode one, where we address uh, Adam blowing his dad, and if it was the appropriate amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we settled on... We couldn't determine whether we're supposed to measure in the metric or standard system for... <laughs> For blowing dads, but uh, appreciate you being here if you still are, dads and blowers. I think we lost half our listeners, uh, assuming that your dad is one of our two listeners. Mm -hmm. I thought you meant uh, we lost half our listeners uh, when uh, we're starting to get shameless, you guys. We got a a Twitter. We got Mm. uh, really... Does it come across as desperate or professional? Yep. (laughs) 
They're the same thing. If you, uh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. If you participate, that's in, why it's so embarrassing. If you participate in any sort of thing that like can use self promotion, it's both the correct thing to do and also very disappointing that you're doing. So follow. Uh, we at, carry so much shame. At Adam asks Chuck on Twitter to keep up with. Uh, Twitter, we'll just tweet the episodes mm-hmm. and then we'll make dumb jokes every once in a while. Yeah, like the History Channel or something. Mm-hmm. We were considering... That's a, fun, actually. I like the History that. Channel ones are fun. Mm-hmm. We're considering a gag where uh, we pretend that it's being run by an intern, but I think that just seemed like a lot of effort to establish. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. I didn't want... Eh, it, it, I like the idea, but then we have to like establish a character and write in his voice at 140 characters and have it be... A little meta. 280 characters. Not on my account. So we can have a Gabby intern. Ooh, I'd like, yeah, Gabby. She she sounds professional. Charlie just winked at me. That, I'm super disappointed in you, Charlie. You can't make up a wink. That's not, <laughs> that's not fair podcast. invented podcasting. a wink. Um, no, part of it, too, is just doubling down on all the effort you put in. Yeah. I don't need to defend myself anymore. Thank you for being here. I have a question today here, uh, Pancho, Pancho Pilot. Um, Pancho Villa. Mm-hmm. What, uh, so you, uh, we determined this topic about 50 seconds before we start. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's break down that fourth wall and Mm -hmm. head termites. Um, I, uh, you have a bit about this a little bit. And to be honest, that's where I know most of my knowledge Mm -hmm. on the Amanda Knox story. I was in college, I think when it happened. And, uh, but now I've heard a bit of it, uh, from your bit, Mm -hmm. which, uh, Louis CK watch and didn't comment on. (laughs) Unlike other open mic performances, I'm sorry. Did he comment on other open mic performances? Did he I oh, complimented a few people on their jokes? Oh, did he? I didn't. Uh, I think he told. I Fish love the down. joke, but it's a joke. It's Amanda Knox telling her story in Charlie's voice, essentially. Anyway, yeah. well, I appreciate I'll, it. But, I'll, uh, I'll fill the listeners. There, there are a lot of a lot of missing context there. If you're not uh, mm-hmm. one of four people, so uh, yeah, I did. I have a a bit. For the record, so I have researched this topic in the past. That's part of why I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. The bit is I get on stage and I tell a story about a crazy experience that happened to me while I was, uh, oh, you know, studying abroad. And uh, the first two minutes of the bit, it just works as if it's me telling a funny story. And then uh, it becomes revealed that I was convicted of murder. And then all the details of the story are just details that happened to Amanda Knox. I'm just mm-hmm. pretending that I was Amanda Knox. Yes, and that's that fun, all happened to me. It's a fun turn. Um, it is different. Most of your stories are uh, actually really fucking boring. Am I wrong? <laughs> that's essentially the point of that. <laughs> okay, right. It's a fun little personal challenge with Charlie's. But uh, tell me, where? tell me all about this, uh, this dame. She, uh, she was a young college student. Foxy Noxy. She was Foxy Noxy. Did they call her that? Uh, yes, they did call. That was like hmm. what she was known as. So by adults, by the European press. Oh well, they're they get a pass. Uh, no, they they're shouldn't. Kinky. They're, they're, kinky. They're, they're bad people. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So following, so I I researched Amanda Knox on Wikipedia, read up on it. Then they came out with a documentary based on my uh, based on my bit about a year later. That's not mm-hmm. true. It was based on the actual well, murder case, but I like to think it was inspired by me. Uh, a lot of good Amanda Knox footage in that. So here's here's how it happened. 
We got Amanda Knox. She's probably a Now, soft. can I give you a warning here? I don't want you to stay too on topic. I don't want you to get all uh, uh, Wikipedia on my ass. I know a little too uh, much, and I'm going to just In be... fact, I tried to have part of Wikipedia tattooed on my ass at one point, <laughs> and the guy's like, your ass is too small. And I'm like, well, too. St- I'll come back in a year. Oh, how many web pages could you fit on your ass? Mm, good quarter of one. Mm. I probably picked the the wrong one. It was on U.S. history. Ah, uh, yeah, that's had the whole yeah. You got to do one that's like a snippet. Yeah, Hawaiian history. There you go. Okay, not a lot. Well, it's probably more than Is this the last date. Hawaii. That was the fiftieth state. Yeah, or fiftieth. Yeah. Do we have other states? I'm sorry. I might have to cut this out. They're not technically states, right? They're territories. Right. What are all the territories? All the territories. Mm-hmm. We got your Puerto Rico. We got your. Virgin Islands. Um, Not when I'm there. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've got, uh, I don't know, some more. We got Samoa, American Samoa. They produce some great football players. Yeah, I picture everyone's idea of a Samoan. I don't even know if I've met one. It's just a, a large man. Broad shouldered. Uh, just like a shoulder made of like broads. a bronzy brown. Mm-hmm. And they've got tattoos all over their oh, ass okay. and uh yes very sexy, yeah my heart people. rate is uh increasing mm-hmm. but yeah they're they're great at football they're always doing like a ritualistic dance before the football game that sounds offensive really i think it's true I, they're always like jumping they're doing like a chant kind of it's the thing football they do a lot of hype there's a lot of it's Part a, of me is like, is that wasted energy? I get that you got to be in the thing, but like, I don't see any other sports people like smashing their heads and like running into walls and like, you know, uh, I don't think they run into each walls, other. Really, to be fair, <laughs> in the locker room. I don't want to do too many uh, sports eps in a row, but no. uh, I think if hype? you're on defense in football, it does really help you to like get pumped up and do okay. like a big adrenaline thing and like have a bunch of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. If you are a quarterback or a wide receiver or like more of a finesse position Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want just pure adrenaline coursing through your veins you want to be like in control i feel like adrenaline falls pretty fast no i feel like they're gonna blow your whole adrenaline load in the tunnel there on your on your buddy you know your buddy's gonna be there and you're gonna smack heads and blow your whole adrenaline load on him okay on his chest uh yeah maybe that's yeah that that would cool you down before (laughs) the game uh tell I heard this once, and this is one of the few things I'd like someone to fact check me on, is uh, I heard if you get direct sunlight to your testicles, your testosterone zips right up. You get a bunch of testosterone. Gabby? (laughs) Uh, And if Gabby is the feedback of uh, my girlfriend, who I mentioned this to once, this theory, you are crazy. But then again, neither of us looked it up. (laughs) Did you mention it because I brought it up? Yeah, I don't remember the context. But there was some, I'll assure you. Yeah, so I was. I feel like you could. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you, that would. You got any need for testosterone? So the balls are where testosterone's produced in. Produced in. Yeah, but then it seems silly. It seems weird that the sunlight actually just hits the balls and yeah adds testosterone. But it does because uh, you'd think then they're in dark most of the time. But we, we, I would just have none. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, speaking of hormones and such, is testosterone a hormone? Oh yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we've got. A foxy teenager, 19 years old, foxy, named... Foxy, All right, that's... Silk. Exotic. <laughs> Sorry, we got new sponsors in the ad, and uh, Madison's favorite strip club has the silliest radio ads where it goes from radio ad to whisper at the end mm-hmm. every time, and uh, it's fun to repeat. Mm-hmm. Silk, exotic. 
Okay. So we've got Fox and Oxy. She takes a study abroad trip. What year do people usually do that? Junior year, sophomore year? I think it's like sophomore year, junior. Yeah. So Is what I said, bloomer? but the other way around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was like I think it was her sophomore year. Yeah, I think majority sophomore. So all right, she goes to uh, Spain, I believe. Does that sound right to you? That's no. Was it Italy? Italy. I knew that. I would have gotten there eventually. All right. Welcome to the Chuck Asks Adam podcast. What do you got for me, Chuck? Oh, uh, yeah. You are right. We, so she went over to Italy. Okay. She's staying in some, uh, you know, little Italy town. She's mm-hmm. not, not what Rome. What is little Italy? That's just like an area of New York. It's in New York? That um, Italian. the Italians live. Okay. Like Chinatown. Okay. So it sounds like less cute when you're like, oh, it's just a segregated area. Yeah. In a sense. I think, and I think Less Little Italy might be a little like more, I don't know, cartoon, kind of, like, because right, right, Italians yeah. are now just, but I think Chinatown's legitimately like, oh, that like, that's a bunch of Chinese people. It's just like, mm-hmm. this is completely Chinese people. Um, I want you to know uh, that that was me taking a gulp of beer if that showed up on the audio, not nervousness that Charlie was mentioning people from a different land. People from a different <laughs> land are cool. They can live in, they can live in a part of... Part of New York City. That's their want. Mm-hmm. Even aliens can Wonton. do that. Wonton. Uh, that might have been too far. All right. Okay. So uh, we got Fox and Axie. I'm going to stop calling it that for a little Italy. while. That's like a romance. That's got to be probably second to France. What college girls. It's got to be the second hackiest study abroad for a college Italy? girl that's looking for a fling. What's the hackiest? France? France. Paris? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You go to Paris. Yeah. Not very original. No. That's how the uh, movie Taken started. And. That's how it ended. Yeah. That sounded like the end of the <laughs> sentence. I don't think it made sense, but I'm with you on that. She's over there. She's got herself a uh, a roommate. Maybe a couple of roommates. One roommate. One roommate. Her name is Meredith. She's well, uh, not a sexy name. Not particularly. Sorry, Meredith. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she can't hear you anymore. Uh, oh, she's, she's not a listener. Don't get ahead of yourself. Oh, oh. oh all right. I thought, thought you meant she was kaput. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well. But also, if you can, we'll back up and we'll get there. If Meredith were alive today, she'd be a loyal listener to the pod. Okay. But um, alas, we lost a good one. Rest in peace, Meredith. Mm-hmm. So Amanda gets over there. She's having a real swell time. Her and Meredith, they're getting along. Yeah, they're they're cool. Amanda meets some uh, dashing Italian guy. I don't know if he was dashing as much as he was a nerd. <laughs> As what people anticipate the opposite being. I think he was like, like he looked, he was like a European nerd. Oh, which is but like that registers as pretty a dashing cool. American man. Yeah, he's got like a scarf and gonna, like glasses. Can I come out here? Come out of the closet. Um, I'm going to come, I'm going to say, I, my college experience, mm-hmm. uh, no sex for you and for me. I was I was <laughs> soup nazing myself. You ever soup nazi yourself? Uh, I don't, but I was very off put when you started <laughs> with your college experience and then just accused me <laughs> of, not, of not being cool. All right, so college. I didn't have any sex in college. Uh, I did a late study a- abroad. I'm like that late bloomer of a lion, mm. Leo, and late bloom and onion. Mm. If I may anticipate where you're headed, I'm not sure what that means, but probably that's an Australian dish. Oh, well then, yes, yes, indeed. It's actually I think going over to Australia, they're like, nothing says this guy couldn't be one of the cool Americans. Uh-huh. Like, we don't know. I like think it helps. Sh- I think you, 
Yeah, you show up to a new high school. Culturally, it's like, I can't pick out who's awkward versus just stoic. That's kind of my whole thing. Because I'm <laughs> awkward, so I just, I'm quiet, and I'm like, I hope they view this as stoic. I try to keep my head up and my shoulders. You just lean. You know, yeah. That's your bit, but That's yeah. A, your, wait, what? Don't you have a bit about leaning? Oh, no. But I do think, <laughs> I said it once maybe, but I do think if you want to look cool, just lean lean on something, and the lower you lean, the cooler you are. I think it's that's gotten me this far. Foolproof logic. I'd like you to explain SoundCloud how far podcast. you think you are. All right. <laughs> oh, I know how far I am. I like the guy who's always like, well, if you want to be like me, it's like, no. If you do, if you strive for that. But, uh, sorry, that's so She's insulting. dating some Italian nerd. She's dating an Italian nerd. His name is, I don't know, Gio. Or, nah, it's not Gio. Giovanni? Is that Giovanni? It sounds like, yeah, it's probably like a Giovanni. All or right, I'm just channeling Raphael? Jersey Shore. Might be Raphael. Ooh, I like that. Ninja let's, Turtles. Let's call him Raphael. Slash painter. Which came first? So she meets this Raphael fella. Mm. She's working at a bar. I'll establish that. Oh, she was. She's working at a, she got like a gig bartending out there. She's having a good time. And then she runs into this guy and they start one of, uh, history's greatest love affairs they date for like one day or something ah. it's a very short period they're just like really quickly uh start getting along flash in a pan yeah so they're... she flashed him in the the kit bar kitchen next to the pans <laughs> precisely uh so they, they they begin their dating then how do you feel about these people that call it courting i kind of like it yeah it depends i feel like courting when i envision it very one-sided kind of deal. Cor- well, I shouldn't say one-sided. Courting is like you're trying to win <laughs> over a woman. Okay, I thought you were going to say something about cornering. Be like, it's very similar to cornering. No. But they feel like they have no other options. That's what I was doing with my hand motion. <laughs> it would seem to be. Uh, if you're courting a lady, you're like, I. you have noticed her. You have made a decision to win her attention. And then you're like, Taking actions, to, which I guess I'm kind of yeah. explaining dating. What's a pro? You know, it's whether like or not a, you're aware of what's going on, there's a whole courting phase. Yeah, it's like a very deliberate dating's. Like, hey, should we go here? Should we go here? Should we go here? Hey, we like each other. It's you more think mutual. courting's more structured. I think courting is more deliberate. Oh, They're like on the party I, of one. Yes, it's like if caught right. If you wanted to court a girl, you'd be like, I'm interested in this girl. I will. Tell her I'm taking her out, then I will bring her oh, flowers, then I'll like... I, you, you've kind of got it sequenced out. It's a, it's old it's fashioned, a plan. like the term. I, yeah. uh, I had a girl refer to our initial back and forth exchanges as courting, and that felt good. I was like, oh, cool. This is not a secret. Yeah, that is nice when they um, they bust down that that wall. Oh, to get rid of that wall. It had termites. Okay, I was at the time I uh, lost my virginity. I was at a uh, party. I was chatting with a gal. Maybe I've said this The wall fell? Yeah, I was chatting with a girl, and then uh, good start. our friend Jeremy, also at the party, and she like she had a friend, so I'm talking to her, and then Jeremy and her friend are talking. This girl was just like, oh, by the way, like she has a boyfriend. She points out to me, she's like, your friend should know this girl. And it was just a breaking down of the, like, she's like, I'm aware you're hitting on me. I'd like you to know that that's not going to go anywhere, the thing over there. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, okay. all right. She wasn't like, hey, go tell him. No, she's just like, yeah, he should, he, you know, that's that's worth knowing. But it, it kept me, made me aware that she was aware. Okay. Everybody's on you the You think the day. friend with the boyfriend was playing a little wing wom? Uh, Not to yeah, be confused probably. with wigwam, yeah. a place where Native Americans sleep. Huh. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I haven't presented enough facts, so uh, maybe that wasn't a good one to start with. 
Someone had a really funny joke, I thought, uh, here at the club, and I couldn't tell if they were, I was fairly new, so I was like, is this that person's first time? Because I've never seen him. Probably an out-of-town comic, but it was, um, we uh, we went to TP one of my friend's houses. Like, a bunch of friends went to TP one of our friend's houses, mm-hmm. uh, and then we remembered he was Native American, mm-hmm. so we burned it down instead. Oh, that's fun. I mean, I mean it was like, oh, I see the pun or some sort of thing he's going for, and then... Uh-huh. Kind of violent against Native Americans. Maybe it wasn't fun as much as... It's not fun, well, but it's a good commentary. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> on, right, on our violent history? I yes. think that's what it is. All right. Trail of Tears. That uh, That's what happened. Slip and slide of tears. All right. Um, how do you feel about this? I feel like if you make a joke about an obvious thing, such as that, it's like, oh, he's satirizing. I feel like satire can just be making a bad joke, but knowing... Yeah, it's wrong. Satire is often just like like a self. It's it's an aware. Yeah, if you're like, I know who the bad guy is in this situation, and then I'll make a joke. Yeah, it feels like there's a fine line between just a bad joke and uh, satire. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people back into satire is what I'm saying. Yeah, they make like like I thought of a bad joke, but because we're all kind of you could make like a racist joke and be like, it's ironic because I'm pointing out the way we treat other races. Right. It's like, well, you, you get, maybe you shouldn't get all the credit for that. Mm-hmm. that I hear you. Well, I hear you because you're repeating what I said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, all not right. repeating in a bad, I just mean like, I'm realizing I'm agreeing with you. I like to think I'm agreeing enhancing. with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's a brilliant point. <laughs> that uh, you Charlie just built said something on. today. I all really right. liked. So, well, well, we find ourselves back in Italy and Meredith is dead. Uh, that's a new piece of information, FYI. Oh, Though I shit. Hit, Okay. Uh, Meredith is dead. So they go, uh, well, she that's... looks like the Dion type. <laughs> Meredith was like uh, a, a moderately attractive gal. And then um, she might have been from England. Amanda Knox, she's from Seattle. Okay. Let's just, just keep that. No, I was going to ask at one point where she was from. Yeah, it's she's good a Seattle gal. Which way did she fly? I still think probably. you go over the Atlantic. Really? I think so. Italy, yeah, probably yeah, right. It's yeah, a big that's, old rush, big mm-hmm. old China and Russia over there. If you're if you're going New York to Japan, you go over the Pacific. You gotta go over the Pacific. Yeah, God, I don't know. We need a globe in here. There's about every other object you could imagine in this room, <laughs> other than a globe. A bunch of posters, weird lamps, a speaker, a computer monitor. There's uh, there's two Jimmy balls in this room. There are two big it's a, exercise. It's a balls. his and her. If uh, he is dating a child. <laughs> One is much smaller, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but Meredith is dead. And uh, they find her dead on the floor. And somebody broke in to the apartment that Amanda shared with her, violently murdered her, took a dump, didn't flush it, and left. Well, So Amanda sees So this. what's the real crime, is what you're saying? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, one's being a... Yeah, because this ultimately gets pinned on uh, Amanda, which, yeah, they didn't even do the charge being a shitty roommate who leaves the shitty shit in the toilet. Mm-hmm. But that should have been charge numero uno. Mm-hmm. Amanda Deposit sees, at least. sees the break and she goes, holy moly, calls up the old uh, policia. Wait, she called the police and they're still like, you bitch? Yeah. You did it. Pretty sure. She calls the cops. The cops okay. come and they're like, this is a murder. They know what they're doing over there in Italy. They figure that one out. They go, all signs point to you. And she's like, I was drunk. I stole a bunch of signs. How do you feel about those people? You ever been in those college apartments where it's like, oh, you have like $500,000 in fines hanging on your wall? Yeah. 
and you're drinking underage, like this could go terribly wrong. The uh, the signs on the wall. That's a very like moment in time. You think this is cool kind right. of thing. When you're in eighth grade, you think that's the coolest thing in the world. And then by the time you have the means to steal a sign, you should be like, "Yeah, hey, what am I doing here? I this oh, is the barrier event. I mean, you need to buy a screwdriver. That's about it, I think. What about this? When you graduate, mm-hmm. you go up, they hand you your diploma, you put your sign in the pile because now you're an adult and you don't don't need it. You feel bad. Hmm. But then, aren't you all all? Aren't you also the age where you're capable of starting your own town and you would need those signs? Isn't that what these people are you bring usually... up a fair point. Yeah, that's what they're working up to. They're like, someday I'm going to have my own town. And What's these... the last town to just... Because they do have those towns. Not many of them. Isn't there like... But didn't Bud Light start a city? Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. What was what that? Was that, that was shit? nonsense. Well, there's this one in... Um, somewhere in the middle of Saudi Arabia or somewhere where... What country's Dubai in? Is that... That's not a country, right? That's a city of Dubai. Dubai's a city. In where? It's like a... It's like a... The U A A the E E Oh United Arab United Arab Emirates. Arab Emirates. Okay. The E U yeah, something like that. Um so I feel like it might be the same anyway, there's a city called Solar City mm-hmm. where they just like we're gonna build a city out of nothing. It's gonna have zero carbon footprint, like everything's like solar power and we've designed the buildings to funnel the wind into your you know, your toilet to cool your taint off when you're taking a deuce. It's very thought out. But it's just a city where like scientists live at the moment because they're just like, yeah, we're doing research here. We're also helping build. I don't. I don't. It's just a out of nowhere city, much like Bud Light City. How did that work out? Which one uh, is getting more done? I imagine uh, Bud Light City because um, it was built on rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's who built this city. So yeah, we we are in Italy, and Amanda has called the cops. The cops show up. They survey the situation, and they're like, okay, well. Amanda, we're going to bring you in. We're going to ask you some questions because, you know, you're the roommate. You stumbled on the crime scene, so we'll just uh, get to know what you know. Amanda goes, great. Yeah, let's uh, let's figure this out. So they get her in there, and they're like, uh, so how long have you been dating this guy? And she's like, well, I don't know, day and a half. And they're like, okay, well, uh, mm, yeah, mm. you seem uh, like quite the attractive young lady. And she's like, well, this is off topic. This is weird. <laughs> and then they're like, why did you kill Meredith? And They've got her. They question her for about sixteen hours. Or oh, that's something. a that's a long time. Do they feed her? Probably not. It, they like didn't feed her. Is this like, how they run shit over there? It was it was nutty. Typical to run shit, or did they? Shouldn't okay. be. I have a question. All right, was part of this like fucking American coming in here causing problems? They were a little annoyed that I think there's some definite anti-American sentiment coming from. It's kind of like small town Italy cops who are like. Ah, uh, this this person looks like a troublemaker. They're American. Yeah, we think so. They eventually get her to like sign a thing saying she murdered Meredith or mm-hmm. something like that. And, uh, and then she's like, "Well, this is was it in Italian? Did she speak Italian? She spoke Italian. She's traveling abroad, but she didn't know what was going on. She's, right. It's one of these things where you can you can just gaslight people into uh, thinking they committed a crime. You keep asking them questions, you break them down. Oh yeah, we've seen it over and over." And over and over and over. Did you kill him, Charlie? And over again. Yeah, I don't remember who we're talking about, but uh, it sounds like me. It sounds like something I would have done. So she signs it, and then signs something. So then they just throw her in the can. Something she's like, 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 wait, I didn't mean to do that. Well, then I think what happens. Yeah. So the next day she's like, well, this I what what did I say? I don't recall saying this. 
but the story has already gotten out to the Italian press. And the Italian press is like, oh, what an amazing story. We have a girl who was like raped and murdered. And she was... There was a rape? I think she she was like sexually assaulted. They think Amanda did that or Amanda's boyfriend? Well, so they're, they're just like, we have okay. some details. All right. Girl sexually assaulted. Amanda Knox is the murderer. She's dating this guy. So they're like, what an amazing story. Essentially, the tabloids just run with it. Mm-hmm. And they go, murder in you know, Spaghetti wrote... Town. Yep. Or, and they uh, they construct this. How's that? When she signs the thing, headline should have been, murder, comma, she wrote. Mm. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, is that actually how Murder, She Wrote the, is titled? Is it a count? No, I think it's just Murder, She Murder, Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. I never understood what that story was. I don't know. Right, to be a lot of Columbo. Were they dating? I have no idea. Columbo and Murder either. She Wrote. Okay, we should get them together. You've heard my podcast, right? I have no idea. <laughs> Why are you asking me? So yeah, they uh, the this leaks to the press because the police leaked it to the press. They're just mm-hmm. like, let's get this out there. So there's uh, I watched the documentary and there's one dude in it who's like the biggest scumbag in the world. Who's just like, Phew. oh, in the press, the press, yeah. yeah. And so they construct this whole story where they're like. Amanda and this uh, this guy she was dating, they got involved in like sex games together, and they were into like torture Strip sex. Torture so they like sex. attacked Meredith as like a ritualistic thing. Oh my god! And they like tried to have sex with her together, and it was a love triangle gone wrong. And so the he's whole just throwing shit at a fan. Yeah, essentially. And then Italy as a country is just like, got it. That's what happened. We are on board with this narrative. Was this guy a new journalist or was he just like, he's just this like, this is my chance to just get my name out there? He's a shitty journalist who works for like a shitty tablet. But was he new or he was just, okay, I think he's so established sh- and I think he's just like a guy who writes for a shitty source. Yeah. He's okay. just, he's just like, here's what I do. I sell papers. Okay. He essentially says on there, he's like, we have the perfect story. We've got an attractive girl mm-hmm. from America who kills, you know, who's involved in this murder. So it's just like, yeah, we threw this thing together. And they're like, uh, you know, Amanda was so madly in love with this dude who she met like Tuesday. Right. And they've they've got this whole thing. So everybody hates Amanda Knox in Italy. And so she's kind of on trial. I think the Italian court system, not the best. I always kind of assume Europe court system has been around longer than ours. They probably it's all better than our court system. Yeah. Well, I feel like half of that shit is. uh, Nope. Never mind. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say written in Italian, but I think I'm thinking of Latin. (laughs) (laughs) Very different. Yeah. What is a writ of habeas corpus? Is that Latin? Ooh, uh, habeas corpus. You suspend habeas corpus. I think habeas corpus is your right to a, uh, like, right to a trial. You might be right. I think that's that's what it is. So if you suspend it, you're just like, we can start putting people in jail without giving them a trial. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, they've got some fucked up habeas corpus over there, maybe. Um, and they found this corpus sounds and they like just a, jumped to conclusions. Sounds like a Harry Potter thing, habeas corpus. It does. That's you know what else sounds like a Harry Potter thing? There's a vener- or a, there's a STD called uh, molluscum contagiosum. Like that that is, is straight out of the Harry Potter universe. That does sound like it. What do you think? Here's a fun thing I like to do when someone... Because I read all the Harry Potter books and I watched all the movies mm-hmm. and I think they're all fine. Um, wow, strong opinion. <laughs> but a fun thing to do when someone's really into Harry Potter is you agree with them, and you're like, oh, yeah, which one's your favorite magician? I'm like, ah, my favorite <laughs> magician's like, uh, the, you know, the black guy from Gryffindor. And they're like, 
they're not magicians. And then you're like, oh, no, I love it. I love her. <laughs> it's fun to act real into it, but also just like that's not good. know what you're talking about. They I think do? that's a much because a lot of people like to be like, ah, oh, Harry Potter's stupid. It's more fun to be into it. Pretend to fake being into it. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm with you. I enjoy it. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I caught a spelling error in that book, one of the books I read, Ooh. and I was like, I should write novels. <laughs> I should have a job. I'm sure everyone found Dumble Four. Was that was that the detail? That was the spelling error. Dumble Four. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's a like... harder one to spell check for. I mean, I'm sure it, you I, could set up your spell check to look for it. So I maybe not. Would have to imagine mm-hmm. they've got it that way. But yeah, Amanda, she's uh, she's in jail, uh, and they're like, well, if it's not Amanda, who could it have been? And so they're like, well, we've we've looked at a few names, and there was one dude who like came over to their house the week before and then like i don't know tried to attack her at one point or something oh, wait, and then like Meredith? fled the country yeah like there was a guy who was like wait tried to attack her then fled i think it, there was a story where it was like some dude at the restaurant that meredith and amanda oh. worked at came over to their house smoked some pot with him knew mm, where they lived gotcha and then like his dna was on meredith or something and okay. also like the shit was shaped like him some details like that it was okay. like so this guy, he's a, a definite suspect, but he left the country. Okay. This seems like a, as bad a time as any to interject. Did I tell you about my talking shit? Hmm? So I was at a sleepover in about eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't take a shit, look at it, see that it had a face, and say, I think my shit spoke to me. What I did was I took a shit, heard something go, hi, and looked down and saw a shit with like, Two, like if you took your finger, your thumbs and poked in little eyes and then a little nose on the end of my shit and I freaked out. My friend was like, what is your problem? Like, what is going on? My parents are sleeping. I'm like, I don't know, man. This is scarier <laughs> than any ghost story I have ever heard. This is... I only looked because I heard something say hi. It was the whole thing. <laughs> but do you look at your shits normally anyway? I mean, maybe in passing, but like mm-hmm. I heard something say hi. Uh-huh. And then saw the face. It was not me imagining. My goodness. That yeah. is it's just a part part of my life that I've been carrying around. My instinct was like, oh, this is a prank that the other eighth graders are playing. But mm-hmm. what is, are you hanging out with like the most sophisticated? They did feed me a Thomas the Train set, like a oh, toy no. Thomas the Train. So maybe that's what I was seeing. What is that? Oh. Shit covered Thomas the oh, Train. I don't I know. Okay. I thought this was no, like, no a, prank. like a bullying thing they did to you once. No. Oh, you! I think on the last pod you assumed I was bullied a lot. It was just like one little slice of slice of life on the trampoline there. Uh, I was not bullied very often. But we've got uh, we're back in Italy now, and Amanda's in jail, mm-hmm. and they're like, we don't like it. They're like, it's pretty much you break down the details. It's clearly this other guy. His DNA is like he left the country. Oh, well. yeah, but there's all sorts of stuff. They pretty much zeroed in on Amanda early on and then they're like well explain why your dna is on the murder weapon and she's like i don't know i cut a chicken yesterday that's from our kitchen and they're like "Mm, okay well well explain why your dna is on the doorknob and she's like i lived in that house like it's all it's all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but they're putting together all this circumstantial evidence based around they already made the they zeroed in on her and then it's like it's far more incriminating if you're some dude who doesn't live in the house yeah. and like busted. Claims like, to have never been there. And they're pretty much 
Yeah, it's crazy because the theory all revolves dude, around. Hmm? They find do they find DNA of this dude that fled the country? Pretty sure his DNA is like on her bra. And now that's suspect. And also, I think his blood. Meta- it's it's crazy it's, how much it's like, this guy. It's yeah. clearly this guy, and he fled the country. If you flee, was he an Italian dude? Uh, I think he was from like the Congo or something like that. Is that in Italy? It's not in Italy. Okay, good. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he. I don't know, went a few European countries north or something like that. And yeah, so they, they just zero in on Amanda. They're like, well, obviously you broke the door down and called the cops because you were trying to not make it look like you didn't do it, which is a real tough situation to be in. But they're like, the evidence that I have that's an alibi, they're like, ah, you're just brilliant at crime. Yeah. <laughs> Your alibis are just, are just you being real smart. And you're like, okay, well, I can't disprove that. So, she goes on trial. It's all over the news. They what was the turnaround time before she was on trial after this murder? I'm gonna say. I feel she's, like I remember it being very drawn out. I think she's sitting in jail for like six months. Damn. And then they put her on trial because during that six months, it's all anybody wants to talk about. She's on every magazine. People are writing just different versions of like her love life and how they. She reading all these. I don't know. Is that mean or nice to be like, here's the newspaper today when you work in the jail? Probably not good for your psyche. No, I know. I feel like you'd be like, well, you got to know what's going on out there, but also like maybe now's not the time. Yeah, there's got to be no more helpless feeling than just like people are just completely making stuff up and you're like, this is so incorrect that I can't like, there's no amount that I can be emphatic about it that's believable Mm because it's just, it's like, uh, you ever come across this? I remember... You ever get accused of having a crush on a girl? You ever have somebody be like, I think you, uh, you got a crush I had on. a lot of crushes. They were probably correct in mm. their accusations, but not that I remember. Because I've, I've been accused of having a crush on someone I didn't have a crush on. There's literally nothing you can say that makes it sound like you don't have a crush on somebody. Fair. If you're like, her? Oh, God, get out of here. It's like, well, that's you're being a bit of a jerk, but you do. And if you're like, I don't know, she's okay. It's, it all sounds, once you've made that assumption. Yeah. I'm with you. So it's, it's a very helpless feeling. I gotta imagine it's not as bad as being accused of murder in Italy, but I think it's comparable. Uh, yeah, so they, they convict her of murder. They get a conviction. To the nth like, degree? To whatever degree. Uh, um, yeah, maybe it's probably Italian. She's probably getting her, her major in know, foreign studies. But they uh, they convict her, and then I think she's just like, well, I'm gonna go back to America. I don't really know how that one worked, but they like... <laughs> she was just... She was, uh, okay. So they're like, hey, you should walk towards this jail. And she's like, well, I gotta go home. There was some. I think, like, America might have stepped in okay. and been like, you guys are nuts. And so, like, she got... She was, like, living in asylum in Seattle for a couple of years or something. Interesting. Or waiting, like, like a... a Another trial or like what? I'm not sure how this works, but I think it was like if she had gone back to Italy, she would be they would have put her in prison. Okay. She didn't have to sneak back. There was she's I don't think she like left any stuff in the apartment that she really needed to get or anything like that, if that's what you're asking. I just mean she didn't have to steal some other chick's passport. I see. Knock her teeth out and she may have put on a wig. Not sure how that worked. But they were like hiding her in the US and then like two, three, whatever, however many years later, they're like Actually, no, this was a, two years ago. This all happened like 10 years back. Yeah. Two years ago, they're like, you are cleared of all your charges. Because I think she, here's what I bet happened. They convicted her 
then she uh, contests it, and then the cor- the case is like in limbo. Mm-hmm. While the case is in limbo, she like mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. made to mm-hmm. stay there. I, that must not be legal. Yeah. So she comes back here, and they're like, "Okay, well, we can't actually get her while she's in America." And then eventually, they they clear her name like eight years after the murder. But she's just a. They kept having all this. Here's the tough thing. When you're accused of murder, people just break down all parts of your personality. Okay. And they go like, ah, look at this cold, calculated killer. They're like, oh, she was rude to this guy and this guy. Yeah, she was rude to a waiter once and that clearly. Right. They're like, she's very aloof. Why does she act this way? And people are just like, yeah, I've got a personality. And I have good days and bad. Right. So you're just under a huge amount of scrutiny and you're like, well, some of this is just fair criticism of me as a person. (laughs) But... You don't just get, but it's like because you think I murdered someone, you're just criticizing every aspect of that right. Per, it's of a my it's a deeper issue that yeah. So it's kind of like you get you get accused of murder, and people are like, I think he's got you know he doesn't get along with his mom. Oh, let's dig into that. And you're like, you know, when people say that to me, I say deeper issue, deeper tissue, pal. Keep it moving. Ooh. I'm just trying to have some voice time in this pod, but uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing a lot of no, no, no. It's no. okay. Um, don't feel bad. Because yeah, if somebody wanted to just make a murder case against either of us just based on how we act as a person i think you'd be convicted first <laughs> i'm a little too i overshare a little bit too much mm. i feel like you're a little more reserved okay you think people would be like you also have a bit about being able to get away with murder that's true <laughs> i guess i haven't really someone might mention that yeah that's it's not a bad point <laughs> i did blow up a frog though is in a youth in my youth actually <laughs> You blew up a frog? <laughs> yeah, not just in anyone's youth, in my youth. Yeah. <laughs> Put a firecracker in its mouth. I felt bad, but not as bad as when I blew up a mouse. So, My dad launched a hamster into, fa- into space once. Space, huh? With what? Bottle rocket? Or like, a, no, like a model rocket? <laughs> not into space. He launched it into the sky. With a what? Yeah, like a, one of those rockets. Um, nice. He, not a bottle rocket, but like a, a model, a model rocket. rocket. Yeah. He put a hamster in there. He named the hamster John Glenn. Shot it in space. <laughs> Who's John Glenn? I think we covered this on the uh, the moon episode. I was like the first man in orbit. Okay. I feel like those things, once you get a little weird weight, I've launched them in like perfect conditions as a kid. And those model rockets will like shoot. I'm pretty sure I hit the school with one. We were in like the field next to the school. And like, I thought the conditions were perfect, but I probably went a little too glue heavy on one side or something mm. on the old fin fin there. And uh, I feel like, I feel like they're squirrely. Mm. I'd shoot a squirrel up there. So I feel like a, a, your little John Glenn on there would be uh, pulling it down, but I'm not calling your father a liar. All right. Or a thief. You could. I don't care. You've met him. He seems... I have. He's probably mostly truthful. Mm-hmm. As was Amanda Knox. I buy her side of the story. So History's... is she back in Seattle now, just like coping still? I think she's a writer or something. Oh, okay. And like the documentary kind of what poses... What she write for? Uh, I don't Like a blog? I don't know. <laughs> that would be the toughest part is like these people who have... You're not just famous. You're famous for like something you didn't ha- have any say in. You right. didn't want to be involved well, in. Well, here's a thought. Um, she, uh, I don't know if I'd know her face for if I met Amanda Knox and she was like, my name's Meredith, which is a coincidence I wouldn't recognize at the uh, at the time. I'd be like, oh, this is, uh, this is not Amanda Knox. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. Yeah. But I think she could get away she if she changed by... her name or went by something else. Yeah. She's, yeah. Mandy Knockers. <laughs> I just there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. That's one of them. Or podcast. <laughs> All 
right. Well, we've proven that today. All right. Well, is that is that all you got for me That's today? That's all I got for you today. All right. Well, see you guys later. Go, uh, you know, shit in a toilet and kill someone. Ah, uh, okay. Don't do that. <laughs>